Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to talk all things Dirty Birds. It's Falcon's Flyover. John Chuckery on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back in the Key Studios on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Chuckery Show here hanging out with you on this Thursday evening. 404-726-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond Text Line to be a part of the show. This is your night to look at all things Atlanta Falcons. It is the Falcons flyover. So uh, there's been reports going around and, you know, again, Rumor and innuendo, as we like to say in the wrestling world, um, that if there is a move on Arthur Smith where he is relieved of his coaching duties, and and I'll stick by the idea of if it does work out that they find a way to win this division, there's no way that Arthur Blank is firing his coach. I'm sorry, I just it's not going to happen. But no matter no matter they get a lucky win and. The Suckineers lose. He's not firing his head coach. And, and again, I'll say, I think he's looking for every reason to keep Arthur Smith in place. And that's why I don't think that this decision has been made. And, and I, I know some outlets are saying that, well, you know, Arthur's blank has probably made up his mind. I don't think so. I, again, unless you're projecting what's going to happen on Sunday, but when Arthur Blank says he's going to let things play out, I take him at his word. I, I don't think he's a liar. I take him at his word that he's going to let everything play out. Now, could he be leaning one way or the other? Sure. You know, absolutely. But I don't think until the entire book is written that he's going to make a decision in a vacuum. He wasn't going to do it a couple weeks ago. He's not going to do it right now until we see how things play out on Sunday. And and I agree with Joe. Look, the only reason that he is probably, if they had lost two more games, we probably wouldn't be having this discussion. It would probably be a fait accompli that Arthur Smith is going to be replaced. Now, one guy that is being linked, and, and everybody, everybody will be linked. I've seen people say they should bring Dan Quinn back. Why? Why? If he's not going to have Kyle Shanahan, why would you want Dan Quinn? For what reason? Dan, Dan Quinn had three five-game losing seasons in a six-year tenure. When it wasn't Kyle Shanahan and the MVP of the league, he did nothing as a head coach. They were what, Orrin? The first team to go 6-0 and or 5-0 and and not make the playoffs? 
In 2015? No, no thanks. But Eric Bieniemy is a name, and look, he comes up in every coaching cycle for what's going to happen here. Bieniemy interviewed with this team, did he not, when Arthur Smith was hired? Wasn't he one of the guys that interviewed for this? And and let's see. Um, has Kansas City been a regular Super Bowl caliber team over the last few years, Oren? Oh, okay. Were the Titans a Super Bowl caliber team over the last few years? Say no. Okay. So, again, they passed on him before. This is like Justin Fields. If you wanted Eric Bieniemy, you may have you possibly could have had him because he hadn't taken a you know another head coaching job. He's moved around from one organization to another to be the OC. <clears throat> why why would why would the Commanders not look at him number one for replacing Ron Rivera? Because Ron Rivera is getting fired. Like Ron Rivera is out. They're, they're a dreadful franchise. And and, and I'll, I'll still say Ron Rivera's the most overrated coach in the NFL by far. Yeah, the, the only reason I, I ask people, you know, well, what makes uh, Ron Rivera such a good coach? Well, you know, um, he played for the 86 Bears. Oh, okay. I guess that makes him a good coach. Mike Singletary played for the 86 Bears too. Was he good? Let me, let me tell you, do you know, do you know who the best coach was, Oren, from that played for the 86 Bears? Uh, what's his name? Gary Fensick, the guy who coached uh, the Arena League team that we had here. Didn't know that. Anyway. So, I, look, I don't know. If B, I'm, this is all rumor and innuendo. If he doesn't get fired, it, it really doesn't matter at this point. Do I think that he's going to bring in a legitimate play-calling OC if Arthur Smith stays? No, I do not. I think they will bring a quarterback coach in to work with either Desmond Ritter or another young draft pick. I think they will bring that guy in. I think Dave Ragone is going to stay as the quote-unquote OC for this team if, if Arthur Smith stays. I think they will bring in a specific quarterback coach. But I don't see Arthur Smith giving up play calling. That's what his identity is. Now, Maybe he'll be forced to do that, but I don't. Again, I don't think Arthur Blank is the kind of guy who's going to go and say, "Hey, you need to give up play calling." Like that's not what Arthur Blank's role has ever been with this organization. It's never been his role to dictate play calling and personnel and different things like that. Will he bounce personnel and things like that off of Rich McKay? Absolutely. But that's never been his role with this organization. It's like Home Depot. You put people in place to run your organization, right? He put Steve Cannon in to run AMB Enterprises or ABM or what was it? Is it AMB or ABM? What was it? AMB Enterprises, okay? He hires those kinds of guys and he lets them do their job. And if they fail, then you replace them at that point. But I don't get any sense that Arthur Blank wants to go through another regime change at 81 years old. I don't I don't believe all of that. And I don't believe he's going to mandate certain things. He may put expectations on in private about you need to do this, this, or this as far as 
you know, w- you know, be in the playoffs or whatever. But I don't think that he is going to set anything kind of just like arbitrary goals. You got to win ten games, or you've got to draft a quarterback, or whatever. That's not that's never been his role with this team. There's no general manager that's that's worked with Arthur Blank that's ever said that about Arthur Blank as far as what his role has been. It's always been behind the scenes. Does he have influence? Sure, of course. He's the owner of the team. That's what happens when you spend $600 million and buy a franchise. You get to do those kinds of things. So, anyway, we'll see. But I think there's still a lot to play out. And, uh, you know, Monday will be interesting. Monday Monday will be interesting to see, uh, you know, if the clock strikes 12, uh, you know, for Arthur Smith's tenure. Uh, the Falcons are optimistic that uh, Taylor Heineke is going to play. So he did meet with the media yesterday, and Arthur Smith was also talking about him. Can I tell you, they will do everything possible. Shoot him up, stick needles in his ankles and legs, voodoo. You do that voodoo that you do so well. They will do anything. They will have, they will have witchcraft. They may bring in Stevie Nicks to put a Wiccan spell on his foot or ankle or whatever, if need to. Because I don't think Arthur Smith wants to go back to Desmond Ritter at all. At all. And I, and it's not a matter of Taylor Heineke can do this and that, whatever like that. Taylor Heineke stinks too. Like, he's no good either. But I don't think there's any way he wants to go back to Desmond Ritter and turn, you know, his maybe his fate of his coaching career um, over to him. So... We'll see what happens, but uh, obviously, you know, things will play out on Sunday and let the chips fall where they go. All right. Um, we're already going to get into some mock drafts because just, you know, again, it's been such a miserable season uh, for uh, this team. Um, you know, looking at USA Today, they project, uh, you know, for the Falcons picking ninth, um, Jaden Daniels uh, to the Falcons. Um, look, uh, he's he's obviously become one of the popular quarterbacks uh, in this draft, um, one of the three top guys. And I do think, and we'll talk to Eric Edholm as we move through the uh, you know off season. But you know, it does look like Jane Daniels, Drake May, and Caleb Williams are all in that top part of the draft. And then you go down further, where you get into the Michael Penixes and you know the Bo Nix and those kinds of uh, guys. And I know. I know people want to draft Michael Penix number one overall. That's just, again, the injury concerns and things like that are, are going to be there for teams that, uh, that want to draft him. Uh, from CBS, um, let me ask you this, Orn. CBS has one of their mock drafts, Chris Trapasso. He's got, uh, he's got them picking at um, number nine. How about this? Kool-Aid McKinstry. The cornerback out of Alabama. Another cornerback here? Yeah. What would you think about that draft pick? I would not be thrilled about that. Okay, can I tell you Chris Trapasso should lose his job? Why, why would the Falcons draft a cornerback number one? Can you, get, can you give me even a reason why they would draft a cornerback number one? Let me ask you this. What do you think the fate of A.J. Terrell is in this city after next season? 
I think they're going to sign him to a long-term extension. You think he's going to be here long-term? Yes. Okay. Yes. So if you think he's going to be here long-term, then you Jeff don't o- make Jeff pick. Okuda won't be. I think that pick is being made with the idea that that guy thinks that A.J. Terrell, after his fifth-year option, will not be here. They, they won't sign him to a long-term deal. That's why what, that's what that guy thinks you make that pick. Okay. Not um, a great pick again, but that's why I think that guy is saying when, when that you're, pick is there. Again, this goes back to <clears throat> there comes a point – Oren, when you are so desperate for – remember when we drafted Jake Matthews that we were so desperate for a tackle that there was no way you could draft anything other than tackle. Didn't matter if it was Taylor Lewan, Jake Matthews. What's the guy's name? Greg um, – uh, the guy out of Auburn, the guy that, that was a bust. Oh, Greg Robinson. Greg Robinson. It, it was going to be one of those three. Uh, Jake wasn't even a – a left tackle. He was a right tackle that well, was going to be converted into a left tackle. Yeah, but the reason it is the reason he wasn't a left tackle is because the number one overall pick was the left tackle. Because Jokel was the number one overall pick, so that's the only reason he wasn't a left tackle. But again, when you were so desperate to protect Matt Ryan, you didn't have a choice. We are so desperate for quarterback right now, and there are not a lot of great options. I, I am not in the business of. 25, 30, 35 million dollars. I know the Falcons have cap space, but why would you be in the business? You get into the business of the 25 to 40 million dollar quarterbacks when you're one of the elite teams in the league. We are far from that. You can miss me with this whole idea. By the way, um, uh, CBS also has Jaden Daniels going in another mock that uh, is from Josh Edwards. So at least Josh can keep his job. Uh, Chris Trapasso should be fired, but uh, anyway, <clears throat> that's just my personal opinion. Um, that doesn't that that doesn't reflect the opinions of Orrin or anybody else. Thank so. you for clarifying that. Yeah. And make sure in other instances you offer that disclaimer, please. Um, well, listen. Uh, when it comes to book reading, um, you've got all the titles, and titles, of course, is T I T L E S. Why do you always? Those are the first three letters of a damn word. Why do you huh? always put that that pause? That's how it's spelled. Phonetically, that's how it's spelled. Anyway, worse man. Th- this- I'm gonna write a book, and it's gonna be you on the cover, and it's gonna be called The Worst. Someday we're gonna get Rob in here to to host with us. No, Rob oh, yeah. is Rob is Rob is you know he's a, he's a man of the evening. Well, no, I mean he's he's getting a little bit older, so he wants to settle down for in, in studio. He just you know, Rob enjoys his evenings where he can go and frequent his watering hole and, for, and hang out me, with his lady. For and, me and, and you, for me and you, he would come in. Wow, don't don't even offer him that though. <laughs> don't even don't even offer him. Don't even suggest. Don't even put that in the oh. in, in the air, man. Lord have mercy. All right, when we get back, a surprising stat from Fangraphs that I think some might agree with, some might completely disagree with, but we'll talk about this next. Chuck Ray in the Key Studios, Sports Radio, 99 The Game, and the Odyssey.com app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thursday night, 404-726-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond Text Line to be a part of the show. We'll uh, get to What's Bug and Chuckery coming up here in about 20 minutes uh, from right now as uh, we will continue to torment Oren throughout the, uh, the show. No, we can just talk about all the other things going on in the sporting world right now. Oren being bothered doesn't have to be a part of that. Well, we're getting a lot of response about my book club. Um, that Guys, I'll just tell you right now, you do not want to be a part of Chuckery's book club. Well... You say it in such a negative way. Yes, absolutely. Because there's no positivity surrounding it, John. Well, you say that in such a negative way. How am I supposed to say it, John? Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be so dark and gloomy. You've seen the book titles you've sent me. Yeah. There's no positivity associated with those. Yeah, there's, well, I mean, you know, listen. Start reading them again, because I know you, now you want to. Now, go ahead and start start reading them off again. Well, F- find me one, John, that just reeks of optimism and positivity, please. Uh, all right, um, please. So we've got we've got everything I know about women. I learned from my tractor. Nope. Uh, Roger Welsh. Nope. I. Uh, what about uh, pet goats and pap smears? You haven't said that title on air yet tonight, and <laughs> that by far was the worst one. I'll tell you, I, the folks online just got a treat. The folks in the car, I, I can't let y'all hear that one. I'm sorry. All right, little Bobby's drunk again. That's not positive. Well, depends. This if you're um, who? This, this the liquor store selling little Bobby alcohol? This is from Eleanor Burns, still stripping after 25 years. No. What? No, there's no positivity there either. See, this one I can't say, the 50 ways, not to leave your lover, but a passion for donkeys? I don't... <sighs> Again, people, this is, what, this is what I wake up to. My child, I, I go and get up and I, I, I go and get ready. And to you are gre- a very loving family man, by the I way, too. get up and go and get ready to greet my child and wish my wife a happy morning out the door and open my phone up and unlock it. And, oh, you have a new text from Chuckery. It's an image. I wonder what this is. Oh, <laughs> hey, can you reach out to these guys tonight to be on the show? And then sandwich in between that guest text or little Bobby's drunk again. Well, it's an up, it's an uplifting story. Like, hey, we want to talk Falcons tonight. We want to talk Hawks tonight. Hey, see about Lauren Williams. See, you know Joe Patrick. Reach out to D-Led. Oh, by the way, 
little Bobby's drunk again. That's literally how my day starts with my phone when I when I have a show at Chucky that night. It's it's an uplifting story because you know so, somebody's got to lift them up. This is even funnier too because some nights I don't even know if I'm working with you until I get that text and I'm like, well, he sent me he's sending me book titles. I guess John and I are supposed to work together tonight. Well, don't you just assume that you're working with me every night now? No, no, John, 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 John. For my own personal sanity, I never work with you. I have to, I have to, I have to, uh, have to, have to purge you from the entire week. Oh, you pop up like a veneering. No, I can't say that. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. I can't say that. All right. Um, what if I told you, Orn, after the Chris Sale move, that Fangraphs rates the Atlanta Braves as the number one starting rotation in Major League Baseball? I saw that. And this is after the Chris Sale move, correct? Absolutely. So Strider, Freed, Morton, Sale, Elder. Um, Oscar Anoa is not going to be available right away. We Ian Anderson, you know, projections are maybe the all-star break. So again, if you could get Ian Anderson, you know, after the all-star game. Um, but AJ Smith Shaver, uh, Dylan Dodd, um, Hurston Waldrip. They have them number one. They have the Phillies number two, who just obviously signed uh, Aaron Nola back uh, under contract. Dodgers three, Marlins four, Reds five, Blue Jays six, Mariners, Astros, Twins, and the Brewers round out the top ten. Now, it was only literally a few weeks ago where there was this massive concern about what the Braves are going to do as far as their rotation goes. You know, were they going to sign anybody? We have all these guys, stuff like that. And look, again, I said, Chris Sale is not coming here to make 35 starts. He's not coming here for his health and all that stuff. This is, I can patch my way through five months of the season, but, you know, that final month, of the year when you get into late September and through the month of October, I've got to have a guy that can go out and and get me some games won. And that's what Chris Sale is. And again, you know, it used to be David Cohn and people like that were considered hired guns. This is a hired gun move because at the end of the day, we can, we can, again, you'll get paralysis from analysis trying to figure out if, you know, well, you know, are the Phillies this good or the Mets this good? No. No, it, 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 we have years of data on this that the Braves are far and away the best team in the National League East through games 1 through 162. Now, once you get into games 163, 164, 165, now it becomes a crapshoot as to whether or not you can win a series or advance or whatever. But again, we did see two years ago, they were the champs of Major League Baseball. So nothing has to be settled in the regular season. There's no debate. There's no real discussion. The the mutts and the Philadelphia Phillies are not in the same class and league as what the Braves are. Will the Braves have the kind of season where they set the record for home runs and have the MVP and all this guy. I don't know. Probably not. 
That feels like a once-in-a-lifetime kind of season where everything comes together. But even if Ronald Acuna Jr. doesn't win the MVP, he's going to be one of the top one, two, three players in all of Major League Baseball. It's not like he's all of a sudden going away. It's not like all of a sudden Matt Olson's going to go from 50-whatever homers down to 17. You know, it's not like that Austin Riley's going to fall off a cliff. They have all of this offense. And, and again, people were talking about what do they have as far as a pitching staff goes. And, and people are like, well, you know, they need a frontline starter. They have two frontline starters right now. How many, how many teams have legitimately two frontline starters? Two number one starters. The Mets tried that a year ago, two years ago, with Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander, right? Now, that cost them $90 million to be able to do that. But the Braves have two number one stars. Max Freed, and I'll argue this, I keep you know going down this hole, he's the best left-hander in baseball. When he's healthy and he's right, he's as good as any left-handed pitcher in Major League Baseball. And Spencer Strider, you strike out 290 guys and lead the league in wins and strikeouts, two of the three, you know, uh, triple crown categories in Major League Baseball. He's in that realm as well. He's the most exciting pitcher in Major League Baseball. Every time he gets the ball, you feel like something special can happen. So the Braves don't need another frontline starter. Think about Charlie Morton, even at 40 years old, whatever he is, he's a 200-strikeout pitcher. 200-strikeout pitcher. Isn't the idea, though, once you get into those short series is now, the way they set up, is that you want to have three guys to be able to throw to kind of set yourself up. You want yes. to have those three, though. Okay, but so two years ago, we had Spencer Strider with an oblique coming back from all of that, and we had Max Freed throwing up in a bucket in a trash can, right? That was two years ago, okay? Um, last year, how, how many games was Charlie Morton available in the postseason this year? Say none. None. Okay. So, yes. Again, if you have two or three guys that are we had to we had to pitch a what a, uh, a, a, a not a clinching game, but a, a game where we had to win with Bryce Elder, who is a really he's a good starter and he, I think he's a quality player, but he was not very good in the second half of the year, and your season came down to guys like that because of health and injury and different things. So again, yes, no doubt about it. Health has to play the number one factor in all this. That's why you don't want Chris Sale pitching 35 times during the regular season because he'll never hold up for that. I mean, he looks at, you know, uh, an injury and just gets himself hurt. And that's been his M.O. the last handful of years. But when he's on, he's on. So you've got all the strikeout guys, Strider, Freed, Morton, Chris Sale. Those are all high strikeout guys. But you just need guys to be healthy. And adding more guys like this, hopefully they can stay healthy. But if you have 
if you have your two top pitchers, one coming back from an oblique, one throwing up in a trash bucket, where do you think you're going to be when you have to mix, match, and all this kind of stuff? And by the way, you know, again, we haven't even talked about Ian Anderson. Ian Anderson was your best postseason pitcher two years ago when they won the World Series. He was your best pitcher in the, in the postseason when they, won, when they won the championship. So, again, you know, I, for, for what was literally just a couple of weeks, a couple few weeks ago, these big question marks about the Braves, now Fangrass has them number one as far as starting rotation goes. I don't know what the I don't know what starting lineup is best in baseball, but how could it not be the Braves? So the Braves go into the season with the best starting lineup, the best starting rotation. Now again, that doesn't mean a hill of beans come October, right? As as Leo Mazzoni famously tells us, well, you know, anything can happen in a short series. Okay, I've lived through all of those you know, deals: two thousand three, twenty twenty three. And I know you can't win it every year, but you darn sure can win more than just one in a generation. But surprisingly, the Braves have, according to fan graphs, they have the number one starting rotation going into this season. All right, when we get back, it will be time for What's Bugging Chuckery. When exactly is enough enough? We'll get to all of that up next. Chuckery in the Key Studios with you. Sports Radio 929 The Game and the Odyssey.com app. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back at a Chuckery show. Hanging out with you Thursday night. A rare Thursday night appearance. We haven't done this since before the start of the NFL season. 404-726-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Don't forget, we do have Hawks basketball coming up. They will be in Indiana it's a very tough Pacers team. It, it, it's weird to see, Orrin, that the Pacers and Orlando Magic are, you know, toward the top of the Eastern Conference standings in, in the NBA. Like, But they've been two really good teams. They're both doing it in kind of different ways. Orlando, yeah. more of a defensive squad, yep. and the Pacers are – they have this offense that's set up now to where they fire off, kind of like what Boston did last year. Hey, we're going to shoot a bunch of threes – try to hit a bunch of threes, and then we're going to force you into shots that are going to allow us to get on the break really, really fast and get in our offense really, really fast. Has Boston been any good this year? Or They're okay. No. No. Um, why, do you, why, why, why do you ask about Boston? Why do I ask about Boston? Yes. Oh. Can we get one of their guys to come down here? For, anyway. Derek White? Uh, no. Chris no. Stops Porzingis? Uh, no, no. I'm thinking about the guy who's local, uh, but anyway. Um so we had somebody else ask us about joining our book club. This may be Please our stop. new gimmick. Please stop. This this no, may be this 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 may be our new gimmick Save that yourself. we have to come up with. Save yourself. So maybe what we do, Orrin, is we post a pick a week. We the, who is we? Well, you no, and me. You're gonna post it, and then more than likely you're gonna tag me in this. I'm not gonna post. Anything related to this, John? Well, Chuck. I'll, I'll, I'll. My Twitter account is a. Is you a, can, you can, you can give me a holy the, place. You can give me the titles because, again, I know you're you're more into reading and stuff. <laughs> so you can give you me like the, books, <laughs> <yeah>. words, 
complete sentences, yeah, subject, like, and like you, verb you agreement. Have one of those, you have one of those things that you know is is many leather bound books, but um, but yeah, I mean, so we can post like little Bobby's drunk again, you know, by uh, who's the author on uh, this? Herbert uh, Biddleman, by Herbert Biddleman. Little Bobby's drunk again. I don't think Herbert Bitterman is a real person, but I also don't want to look yeah, him up in my I, phone. I, I mean, you, you again, real schmeal. I mean, you know, it doesn't does it really matter. As kind of. As long as it's a good book. It's the uplifting story of having to try to pick Bobby back up again. Let me ask you this. Yes. Just for clarification's sake. Yes. Yes, sir. Because I just kind of breezed over the cover. Didn't give it a, like a a real <laughs> in depth look. Yes. Is Bobby a child or is Bobby an actual little person? No, uh, Bobby's there. If you look at the look at the no, picture, no, 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 no. There's two little girls, uh, and Bobby's a young boy, and there's two little girls, and Bobby is laying. <laughs> Bobby is laying up at the base of a tree. So Bobby is a child. <laughs> I don't know how old Not he is. Not an adult. I, I don't I don't know specifically how old he is. Because again, it the picture the picture could be misleading. But it does say little Bobby. So, so just by all assumptions, I'm thinking that Bobby is under the age of thirty. Yes. Well, I mean he's drawn that way, but you can't you can't jump to conclusions like that. Oh, I, I feel like the title wants you so badly to jump to conclusions, though, John. <laughs> look at look at the picture. No, the picture. I'm not gonna look at the picture. <laughs> look at my the, phone <laughs> is right here. Look at look at the those best pictures. part about us not working together until next week is that I don't have to open up a text from you tomorrow morning or Saturday or Sunday. I don't have to open up any text from you. I, I can leave I, you on red. I may unread. Excuse me. I may. I may actually text you from a different phone then. <laughs> so it's going to show up as, hey, this random number who you don't know sent you an image. Well, no, it, it could be it, it could be somebody. I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be. It, it could be could be anybody. Just saying, like the iPhone lets you know when someone see. If here's, here's the if I know now what your plan is to text me from a different number. Then I'm not opening up any unknown number text <laughs> from here until the good Lord sends me home <laughs> to be uh, up there with Bobby, who apparently I guess died from alcohol poisoning or something. <laughs> no, he's just he's drunk again. He's just he's laying. Poor child, he's laying. At the, he's laying at the base of you a tree. You are so tickled right now. Just it's not just the name of the book. It's the fact that there's a child who is drunk it's, laying under a tree. It's, it's a heartwarming story. It's an uplifting story because you got to lift Bobby up. Like Bobby's lifting up those beverages right <laughs> yeah, now, huh? Exactly. So. Don't look now, oh, but somebody boy. out there just got checkery ticked yeah. off. Checkery got me ticked like, off. that's hard. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. It's time for What's Buggin' Chuckery on Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. So when is enough enough? Orrin, did you see this story today? Oklahoma State's quarterback, whose name is Alan Bowman, okay? He's, he's currently the Oklahoma State quarterback. He's on his third program, okay? So he started at Texas Tech. 
transferred to Michigan, and then he transferred to Oklahoma State. The NCAA has granted him, for the year of 2024, another year. This will be his seventh season in college football. Just graduate, man. Just graduate. (laughs) Please, at some point or another. Like, I know know that people don't want to accept the fact that, like, just face that real world, man. I mean, I I know there's COVID, and I know all these things and all that kind of stuff. He's he's going to be 24 years old in March. The NFL ain't drafting a 25-year-old quarterback, man. Yeah, he's going to be 24 years old in March. This will be his seventh season. Got to let that go, dog. By the way, he threw 3,460 yards with 15 touchdowns and 14 INTs. It was a starter for 11 games, passing the 300-yard mark in five of them and throwing for 402 yards and two touchdowns in uh, Oklahoma State's 31-23 tax, uh, uh, sorry, tax Act Texas Bowl win over Texas A&M. Like, I, I, I understand the NCAA has been lenient about COVID and this and the other, but this kid has played all the way through. He keeps playing. Like I said, this is the third program that he's been with, and he's played for all of them. Like he, it, It's not like that he got his leg broken and missed three years. He's been playing since his freshman year was 2018. We've gone through an entire almost two presidential cycles. Yeah, when your career spans multiple Presidents. Multiple presidents. Yes. I mean, it, it's, again, it's absurd at some point. I, certainly this has to be, does this not have to be the end of the end of the end of the end of all of the the COVIDs and the red shirts and this? Like at some point, don't we have to just clean all of this stuff out and send everybody on their way? My question is, if you're playing for seven years and that means that people are finding value in you for that long of a period of time. In college. In college, like at some point or another, it becomes diminishing returns. Like, just go out and find, like, just refine you a four-year kid or find somebody else, man. They've got the CFL. They've got... Uh, what what's this new league that's combining? Oh, the, the rocks, the, uh, the, 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 the UXL or the what? What is it? Yeah, it's the rocks new league. Hold on yeah, but but I mean, but they combined them though, so it's not just the USFL and it's not just the XFL. It's like the FUXL or whatever. It's just the the UFL, the XFL and yeah. USFL have created the, the FUXL, the UFL, John Shuckery. The F U X L. The U F L. John Chuckery. Okay. The no 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 no. no, no. I, huh? I, I hear what you're saying. What? But I'm going to tell you to not say that anymore okay. and just say the U F L, which is what okay. it's called. Well, whatever it's called. Yes, it's called the U F L. Yeah. The 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 triple X, whatever it is. Like there it's are all the of, the, there are all these leagues that are available post college now, right? Like again, you can go to Canada. You can go play for the Rock. You can 
go to the NFL, go on a practice squad, whatever. But don't you at some point, Oren, get tired of being in college football for seven years? Like this, this seems like the welfare program for college football. Seven years that this kid has played for three different programs. Like, look, doesn't somebody need to say, doesn't Mike Gundy need to say at some point, you know what, kid, it's it's not worked out for you. You don't have to go NFL. home, but you yeah. got to get the heck up out right, of here. Right, right. Like, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can right? coach. Be a coach if you want to be a coach, yeah, man. Yeah, be a grad assistant. Taking one of my scholarships at this point. Yeah. Like, again, it's just it's crazy. And I I understand all the reasons that they did it a few years ago and all this, that, and the other, but it's gotten to the point where it's ridiculous now. Let when me you, ask you this, though, too, John. If you're a seven-year, seventh-year guy, God bless Stetson Bennett. Stetson was a little bit longer in the college the college life. Right. But uh, after seven years, Stetson didn't get his degree. After seven years, isn't there a reasonable expectation that that player should be into a graduate program? No. or I, I, No, Warren. You should be a professor on campus at that point. You should have tenure. You should, yeah. have, tenure. You should have tenure. You should be. You should be the math professor at, at the university. What do you call point. it? Emeritus, 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 or something? Or emeritus? yeah. Uh, what, what is it? Uh, President emeritus. There it is. Emeritus. That's yeah. the word I'm trying to say that I can't say. Emeritus. emeritus. But anyway, it, again, I, I, the, the fact that this kid is now seven years into his college career. Like, let's stop all this madness. Why stop we're, at we're, seven, we're, though, if you're him, though? Go for eight. But we're past COVID. We're past all this stuff. There's no reason why in modern college football, in the year of our Lord, 2024, that we should have any more of these six- and seven-year players. Like, it's It's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous at this point. And, again, the fact that he's getting a seventh year is just mind-boggling. So, oh, boy. All right, and that's what's uh, bugging Chuckery. All right, when we come back from the top of the hour, we're going to react. We're going to play clips and react to what uh, Dukes and Bell talked about with the head coach, Arthur Smith, uh, when they were up there yesterday interviewing him. Chuckery hanging out with you in the Kia Studios. Sports Radio, 92 on the game, the Odyssey.com app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.